We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my friend, you dear one, my soul sibling. So honored to be spending a few moments with you here today on Empower Radio. Feeling so grateful for this forum that we can just hang out and have these lovely, kind, conscious conversations and share our light with the world. You know, I would imagine you've heard this song by Eric Clapton, If I Could Change the World. In the past, what I hear, would hear this song, I would feel a sense of sadness and a deep longing because I so wished I could change the world. And some of the quotes are, if I could reach the stars, I'd pull one down for you, shine it on my heart so you could see the truth, that this love I have inside is everything it seems. But for now, I find it's only in my dreams that I can change the world. Wishing for a day I can change the world, I'd be the sunlight in your universe. You would think my love was really something good. Baby, if I could, I would change the world. These days, when I hear this song, it no longer brings up any sadness because I now know I can change the world and I am changing the world. And so can you. Here's a quote by Mother Teresa that really helped me a lot when I was dealing with my frustration about not making a bigger difference in the world. There are no great things, only small things done with great love. It's our ego that believes we have to do something big to blow it out, to make our mark in the world in a, in a significant, like maybe Bill Gates or Oprah Winfrey way. But the truth is, small kindnesses, little acts done with great love can do so much to ripple out healing to our planet. It's the rare person that has massive influence in this way, but our influence doesn't have to be overwhelming and significant and massive from the perspective of mass consciousness in order to be helpful, healing, important, and in fact, vital. So if you heard of Edward Lorenz and the discovery of the butterfly effect, he said it used to be thought that the events that changed the world were things like big bombs, maniac politicians, huge earthquakes, or vast population movements. But it has now been realized that this is very old fashioned. The things that change the world according to the chaos theory are small things, tiny things. A butterfly flaps its wings in the Amazonian jungle, and subsequently, a storm ravages half of Europe. It used to be thought that the events that changed the world were big, blow-it-out, crazy things, but it ends up being the small, subtle things that make the big difference. I found relief in that, not that the butterfly ravages Europe, but that the small things can ripple out and embrace and encompass the world with a sense of gentleness, softness, kindness, sweetness, peace, and unconditional love. It helped me to understand that I'm a vortex and a ripple of energy. And in fact, everyone is. You are. You are a ripple and vortex of energy. And it's, uh, I think, important to become conscious and responsible for what we're rippling out. What are we contributing to the world? So when we shift from a fear-based way of thinking and being to a more love-based one, when we become more kind than impatient and cruel, we're literally lifting up all of humanity. Maybe not in ways that we can see and perceive and get feedback 
in right here and right now, but this is where faith comes in. Knowing that we have value, knowing that we have power, knowing that we are important, important, and maybe in a humble or quiet but confident way. Every single one of us, every single seven billion one of us is a vital piece of the puzzle. And each one of us is just as important and loved from the perspective of God as everyone else. Where I think we start to suffering, maybe get in a little trouble is when we think we're less than, when we're not standing in the vortex of our power, when we're not journeyed to center and aligned. If we feel small or diminished or insignificant, like we don't matter, we're missing our opportunity to change the world. When we compare ourselves or compete with anyone else, we're missing the boat. I don't know if you might be familiar with David Hawkins, um, wonderful spiritual teacher that taught about um, consciousness. I love this quote from him so much. We change the world not by what we say or do, but as a consequence of what we've become. He created something called or laid out something or discovered something called the map of consciousness. It's kind of like um, a ladder. And as we ascend up this ladder of consciousness with each progressive rise in our vibration or frequency, our energy increases. Thus, higher consciousness radiates a beneficial and healing effect on the world. He laid out a spectrum from the lower levels of shame, guilt, apathy, fear, anger, and pride, all the way up to courage and acceptance and reason, and then up to the more expanded levels of love, peace, bliss, and enlightenment. These higher energy fields are a carrier wave of immense life force, of energy. He has said if one can heal and reside in the place of love, this can counterbalance the negativity of millions of people who are vibrating at the lower levels of guilt, shame, fear, or beneath the level of integrity. So to be a quiet light in the world can bring healing and peace in a way that's far more effective than working hard and attempting to be a loud, large presence and fighting fear or darkness. I don't know about you, but when I discovered this, when I found this out, I found it to be such a huge relief. Just giving myself permission to relax and be a quiet, peaceful, loving presence in the world, to be kind, to be gentle, to be compassionate. And I really think, believe, and know in order to radiate those qualities out into the world, we need to be able to have these qualities for and within ourselves, to bring love and compassion to our hurts, maybe to consider the, some of the things we've walked through that were confounding and painful and complex and bring a sense of compassion, sweetness, kindness, gentle, gentleness to those younger selves, those memories that have caused us heartbreak, to be able to bring our current patience 
and sweetness and affection to our inner child or inner children. That has been a really um, empowering and powerful way, I think, of healing myself from the inside out and unraveling hurt and confusion from the bottom up. So as we bring our current love and compassion to those memories, it's almost like we can take a deep breath. We relax. We slough off layers of um, inflammation, energetic inflammation. We start to heal our um, heavy emotions that maybe we're carrying around in a backpack that we haven't been aware of until we decide to turn inward to um, gently heal ourselves. And as we do, as we consider our relationship with ourselves and heal our hurts, we um, start to strengthen the very foundation that our life is built on. Because our relationship with ourself is the foundation. And as we make that foundation strong, solid, and as we align our soul self with source, we begin to ripple out that grace, that peace, that mercy, that compassion, and that love to the world. Again, not as a consequence of anything we're trying to do, not working hard, but simply by who we've become, who we are. As we can relax and maintain a sense of calm and equanimity when others are in hurt and painful emotion, this is how we ripple out healing. As we choose not to take on the negative projections of others, when we don't feel the propensity to fight back. If somebody maybe flings something negative at you, some sort of comment, some sort of um, cruel uh, statement, rather than picking up your sword and retaliating, you can reside in that place of equanimity and think perhaps, oh, that's interesting, this, this person's hurting. That is when we really start to take responsibility for our own consciousness and start to turn up our wattage and bring that sense of peace and light to the world. We begin to change the world when we can get to that solid ground, when other people's negativity and emotional states don't influence, affect, provoke, infect your, our emotion or state of consciousness. And that's not an easy thing to do. Um, I, I had an opportunity this week to really work on that muscle within myself. A friend of mine said, there's a lot of COVID craziness going on. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about because I was living in my bubble, but I did go to the airport and I did travel to Las Vegas and it was a pretty interesting energy. I got on the plane and, and I was cold and my nose was running a little bit. So I pulled down my mask and I had a Kleenex and uh, the woman sitting a couple of seats away from me said, if you can't keep your mask on, I'd appreciate it if you would just go to another seat. And I just looked at her and I'm, I'm definitely not sick. I, um, I'm vibrantly healthy and actually haven't had a, a cold or a flu in many, many years. But I just looked at her and I thought, wow, she's really scared. She's really fear-based. And um, I sent her compassion and I said, no, I'm, I'm not sick. And I think, um, I think I'll stay right here and you're not going to do much better than me sitting by you. <laughs> she looked at me like I was <laughs> smoking crack and 
I kind of made myself laugh, but I just chose not to take on her fear, her negativity. And I sent her blessings of compassion. She looked out the window the whole time with her double mask on. And I just sent her light and sent her love and said a little prayer on her behalf. In the past, I think if somebody would have said that to me, it would have really rattled me. And I might have moved because I'm not a fighter. Um, but it felt good not to go to that place. Well, the next day, I had a couple of other people say some things to me that were very not kind. And I realized this is an opportunity for me to practice my own self-compassion, my own kindness, because it can be very compelling when people fling negativity our direction to either defend ourselves, deny it, or feel um, diminished. My propensity was would be um, to go into a place of questioning myself or doubting myself or making myself small or thinking they're right. I'm stupid. I'm not worthy of love. In fact, for years, I, I um, struggled with a lot of depression because that was my innate belief. It took a long time to heal that belief. It took a lot of conversations with my inner child, affirming and acknowledging that she was indeed important and then inviting God to into the conversation with us to help us heal up and get to that place of just quiet confidence and um, comfortable humility, but also um, authentic empowerment. But occasionally, you know, life will show up and give us little um, pop quizzes, if you will. And I, I, like I said, I had like four of them in one week. And I had to bring it back to the basics and do my inner healing work. Remind myself of the things that I know. You know, we can all give really good advice, but uh, what I found is that we teach what we most need to learn. So I had to take my own advice and come back to that place of just talking to my inner child, listening to her, talking to God, listening to him, and um, not taking on any of the negativity, any of the projections, any of the um, hurt the people around me were flinging my direction. David Hawkins will say mass consciousness isn't that conscious. And I don't know about you, but I suspect this might be true for you if you're hanging out with me. My intention is to go to the highest level of consciousness that I can. To become that um, vortex of, of compassion, of peace, of love. I love this quote so much. I believe it was Ram Dass's spiritual teacher that said, the only emotion left for the fully realized human being is infinite, unbearable compassion. And I think David Hawkins would agree. Enlightenment, compassion, peace. These are all some of the most high vibrational emotions that we can settle into and embody in our lives the most effective and empowering quality that we can ripple out to the world. But in order to do so, we need to have these um, qualities form with ourselves. So the next time somebody says something unkind to you, or maybe you're in traffic and they flip you off, or anything comes up that make you, makes you start to go into any kind of um, self-doubt, feeling less than, feeling unlovable, remember to have compassion for yourself. Have compassion for this human experience. This isn't an easy planet to be on. And, uh, you know, spiritual teachers would say, this is, this is rough. I know that uh, uh, Paramahansa Yogananda would say that, uh, 
yeah, this is this is um, a very challenging and intense reality. When somebody asked him, is this one of the most unconscious planets in all of the galaxies? He goes, we're kind of right in the middle. And I feel kind of we're at a tipping point that um, literally it's like, you know, with this last election, every vote mattered, right? Every human being's consciousness matters. And as you take greater responsibility for your consciousness, for your own self-compassion, as you take responsibility to settle into that place of self-acceptance, kindness, gentleness, sweetness, patience form within yourself, you can literally influence and change the world with your love from the inside out. Here's another quote that I just, um, that really resonates for me. The greatest gift you can offer the world is to be authentically yourself. And when I say this quote, I like to imagine capitalizing the S in self. The greatest gift you can offer the world is to be authentically yourself, capital S. To me, that means being your soul self, being the embodiment and the channel for your soul self to flow through you, manifest within you and ripple out into the world. And our soul self again has these qualities that David Hawkins talks about, unconditional love, peace, bliss, comfort. It's when we are aligned with our soul self in source that we become this channel and vortex this ripple of light in the world. It's sort of like God is the light and we are the lamps. And as we turn inward with the intention to heal and as we turn upward with that desire to change the world from the inside out, we say yes to the spirit and our soul self. Our light increases. And everyone has a light. You know, I think some of us maybe are our flame is maybe, well, I know this was true for me. My flame was flickering and kind of dim when I was in so much pain because I didn't think I mattered. I didn't think I could be helpful. I didn't think, um, I didn't think that God loved me. But as I healed those, um, those inaccurate thoughts and I started to settle into the place of my awareness that I was made with love, by love, and for love, and so are you. Each and every single one of us is. Some of us just know it more than others. I think that's the spiritual path. That's the journey of the hero to maybe start out and have this adventure from a place of disconnection and maybe seeing what we can do on our own. But eventually it's going to get to the point where life isn't that much fun or satisfying or fulfilling. It is maybe for a while. It is when we're younger consciousness. I mean, Kindergarten can be a lot of fun, but then it's eventually time to graduate. It's time to go to the higher levels of consciousness. And if we try to hold ourselves back, it's, um, it's ineffective and it's unsatisfying. And I think that's a lot of what maybe addiction is. I think that's a lot of what people are doing with them, trying to distract themselves, maybe too much shopping, maybe bad television, you know, reading maybe tabloids. Um, it's a way of kind of numbing out and um, giving too much attention to the out there or distracting ourselves from our relationship with our heart and our soul. But I think true happiness, deep peace, 
a life of fulfillment comes to turning inward and saying yes. Yes to our healing journey. Yes to our hearts. Yes to our soul. Yes to love. Yes to being a vortex and channel of light in the world. And I'm so grateful I said yes to this adventure. And it can be bumpy. It can be challenging. It can be, um, I mean, not every step on the journey is necessarily joyful or graceful or easy, but I think we kind of have to dig deep. We have to be sincere in our intentions. If we could just say, yeah, I want to do this. And it was immediately just grace and ease. Everybody would do it. But it's a matter, I think, of being consistent, of being diligent, of being disciplined with our intentions. And, and for me, it was important to be diligent, consistent, and disciplined with my spiritual practice. And I don't think that means we have to meditate six hours a day. Um, for me, that wasn't the case anyway. Initially, it was, uh, you know, spending a half hour in meditation in the morning. But as I've cultivated that habit, habit and realized it doesn't have to be so hard, I simply start my day with maybe five minutes of meditation. I think the Course of Miracles said if, if you give five minutes to God in the beginning of your day, it is guaranteed He is with you throughout the day. And I believe God's with us throughout the day, every day, every single one of us. But are we turning our face to God? Are we taking responsibility for our posture in the world? So I like to live from that posture of just simply being on my knees and my arms wide open saying yes to spirit flowing through me and flooding the world. And, you know, when these people were unkind to me this week, it was just a pop quiz. It's like, are you going to go back into that place of self-doubt? And I'm not going to lie. I got a little wobbly for a minute there. And I really had to dig a little deeper and implement the practices that I, I preach. <laughs> and it helped bring me back to center. And that, that's why this show is named Journey to Center. It's about living aligned, staying in the vortex because there are going to be hurricanes in life. There's going to be storms. That's just how things are in this planet of duality and free will and choice. Not everyone's choosing to stay aligned. Not everyone's choosing to awaken, but that doesn't have to affect or influence you or me. All we have to do is take personal responsibility for our reality. That's how we heal the world from the inside out. All we have to do is take care of our garden. In the past, I would say, oh gosh, I want to be a helper. I want to be a healer. I want to be a, an uplifter. I want to go out there and I want to, you know, heal the world. And what I heard very clearly was, don't even worry about that. Just let your life be the living example of your beliefs. And I said, really? That's it? That doesn't seem like very much. And I basically just heard this, yes, that's it. And so I started really taking responsibility for that, cleaning up my reality. And I did it literally. I did it with my home. I did it with my um, healing my, um, a lot of my subconscious beliefs that were not positive. I cleared and healed my environment physically. I cleared and healed my environment mentally, emotionally. And I think that helped line me up spiritually. And it's, it's funny now because I will get opportunities to go out and do some speaking or some interviews. And I, I don't feel so compelled to do that anymore. I'm very 
very happy with what I do here on Empower Radio and hanging out with you. I'm very happy um, do my Facebook Lives on Monday. And I'm very, very happy hanging out with my horses. It's a very peaceful, gentle, sweet, easy life. And I think it's, um, it's been about me finding my authentic shape. And this is a prayer I would um, have with spirit often. God, just reveal the path you would have me walk for my highest good and the highest good of all concerned. I don't know what that is, but I know you know. And in this moment, I'm going to relax and allow you to clear my way. Show me the green lights for the direction you would have me go. And just relax, pay attention, and allow the wind to be at your back. Allow the energy of life to carry you as you stay in that place of compassion for yourself and therefore compassion for others. It's a pretty beautiful way to live, and it's a way we can change the world from the inside out. I hope something today I've said has resonated for you, and I'd love to be in touch with you either on Facebook. You can just search Journey to Center, or you can get my free web, my free ebook on my website at TammyBPhD.com. Ask me any questions. Let's have a conversation. I don't want this to just be monologues. I want to be in conversation with you. You are a blessing. You are a gift. I acknowledge you, and I know God is as well. So I hope you can hear that, receive that, believe that, and allow your life to reflect that back to you. So God bless you. Take good, gentle, compassionate, loving care of yourself. And let's journey onward and upward together. Bye for now.